If I could put the world on Again, hey, listen, man, put your hands together for Mr. Benjamin. What's up, man? How's it going, Danny? Happy to be on. I'm doing good, man. Hey, man, just glad, I'm glad you're here, man. You know, 
your various, you got a your very unique character. Uh, when we first met, man, uh, we hit right off the back, man. Uh, you, uh, you know a lot about biblical history, man. You know, and I learned a lot from you. Uh, start tying it in with the spiritual things, so we kind of connected together, you know. Mm-hmm. Uh, but before we get to our topic, man, I want to let everybody know, man. Just uh, to go to my YouTube channel, it is Danvino Division Empowerment. Don't do anything, but if just and do one thing, hit that thumbs up for me. You can leave a comment, whatever you want to do, man. I'm on, I'm on uh, Anchor, I'm on uh, uh, radio uh, podcast, I'm on Spotify, man. I'm on eight different channels, man. But anyway, just do the YouTube for me, man, and uh, show me some love, man. Just show me some love. Don't do no April Fool tricks on me and everything. Show me some love. But, uh, <laughs> yeah, show me some love, man. Just hit the thumbs up, man. Hey, look, Ben, man, listen, man, I, I'm, I'm excited to really have you, man. Um, uh, you got that type of energy, man. Um, uh, you're a very deep thinker, man. Uh, you blew my mind when you said you was uh, 28. I thought you was 48. Not that you looked, you know. <laughs> you I know, appreciate it. You're not a regular 28, man. You got an old soul, man, you know. <laughs> we like the same music, you know, and... Uh, the same topics, we have the same mind, we have the same energy, man. And uh, sometimes we be driving, man. And you know, normally when I'm when I'm driving with somebody, I go to sleep. But you don't give me a chance to go to sleep, man, because uh, the conversation is really, really interesting, man. You, you, when you knew at 28, I wish I, um, I wish I was thinking, you know. But I think it's your environment that you keep yourself around, and uh, and you do a lot of reading, man. Wow, it's power in reading, and uh, uh, I, I like that about you, man. So I just started reading two weeks ago. <laughs> <laughs> well, I appreciate that, Danny. Yeah, I, uh, yeah. I don't know. Hey, listen, man. I uh, I want to introduce the uh, the uh, the social media to you. Uh, there's something unique about you, and uh, I was I was sharing with you. There's some things that um, uh, there's some greatness in you, and. Uh, uh, iron shop and iron. That was something you told me. You said, uh, "What, well, what, Danny? When the um, when the what you said when the students show up, the teacher. When the student is ready, the teacher that? will appear. Exactly. Yeah. So when I when I saw that you was hungry, and I started just uh, speaking in your life, what I see in you, and you said, "Man, you hit all eight cylinders. I do want to do these things." So you know. So anyway, but before I uh, before we get started, man. I, is there anything that you'd like to share with the audience? So, uh, who you are, where you're from, where you've been, what your your military experience? You know, what's going on with you, man? What's what's your what's your interest? Uh, yeah, no, I um, I was born in upstate New York. Uh, I didn't, I didn't never lived there. My parents moved down to Florida with me when I was, you know, a year old. So, I was raised here in Florida, but um, I don't know. I've always kind of liked uh, I've always kind of liked the idea of traveling, getting out of Florida, and you know, kind of seeing the sights. Uh, I did. I joined the Navy when I got out of high school. Uh, I, I tried college. It didn't work out a whole lot. But, uh, you know, I couldn't pay attention, didn't have the sense of discipline I think I needed. So I uh, I joined the Navy. And, you know, in order to okay. kind of fix that, I thought maybe one day I'd go back to school and be useful to be able to do it right. So, um, right. right. So I did that and uh, ended up working on submarines. Um, I uh, did that for four years, worked as a, a torpedo man, um, and uh, I think that's actually where where I think I, I got back into reading. I always read a lot as a kid, and then I think when I got into high school, I kind of stopped, and uh, being underway, you know, six to nine months at a time, you know, it's just got nothing to do. So uh, right. pick up a book and read and started trying to educate myself again, and uh yeah, absolutely. I think that's where I got back into it. Absolutely, you know, um, college is not for everybody. You know, it's true. Uh, when did you re- when when did you realize college went for you? I uh, I got out of the navy and uh, I tried it again, um, and uh, I did well. I did really well. Um, you know, my GPA was solid. It was just something about it. You know, the the love wasn't there. I, I you know they they pick and choose. At least those first two years, they kind of pick and choose what you learn and. I don't know. I, I kind of liked learning what I wanted to learn. And, and uh, I figured, you know what, there's all sorts of routes you can take outside of college and I might as well find one for right. myself. 
Absolutely. You know, you and I was talking uh, the other day and uh, I was sharing with you. I said, uh, uh, you're a certain type of seed. And uh, if I if, if you was planted on a baseball diamond, you would not, you wouldn't grow. If you was planted on the beach, you wouldn't grow. There's a certain soil soil that you have to be planted in. And uh, you realized that college wasn't it. But you knew you need to be educated. So you educated yourself. Man, how much did that cost? <laughs> Nothing but time. That's right. Just a little bit of time. <laughs> Just a little bit of time, man. You know. <laughs> so uh, I, I tell you, a lot of parents, they force their kids to go to college. And they force their kids to do these things. But force your kids to follow their passion. Yes, sir. You know, not, 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 what, you want them, not what you want them to be for you. You know, so uh, uh, I, you caught it. At a young, at a young age, what were you majoring in when you went to college? Oh, you don't. Know. I was majoring in history. At least that's what I wanted. You know, it's just. Really? Yeah, I uh, I really liked the idea of uh, of teaching, being a professor uh, at a university somewhere, now, and uh, you know, it okay. could still happen. I you know, I, I do I do want to get a doctorate. I, it's just uh, I think I'm going to try and do it the route outside of school because I think you can uh, you can write a thesis. You know, anyone can write a thesis, and you can submit it. Um, it's just a matter of doing it all properly, and I think the the higher education is more about teaching how to cite sources and you know things like that to get you ready for that. Right. But if you can learn that on your right. own, might as well do it. Hey, listen, some people study the uh, uh, lawyers' uh, bar test online. Yeah, some people pass it, you know, and it's it, it's amazing. They save all that money. A lot of money. So, uh, <laughs> a lot of money. Man. You know, Passed the bar exam. I know people go to school, can't uh, pass no exam, and they got the full eight-year degrees. Ooh. They can't. They can't pass. That's that don't make sense, man. Imagine getting really that does. degree and still having all the debt and not even passing yeah. that exam. And you can, man. And you still got to go uh, do something. Welcome to Walmart. And you got right. your college degree. <laughs> Lawyer degree too. <laughs> Not to put Walmart down, you know. Hey, listen, man, I'm gonna just jump right into it, man. Um, there's a there's an interesting king come from the Middle East that's captured your attention. And and, and I I plundered in my mind why is it that King Cyrus has 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 your attention like that? What what, what why are you studying King Cyrus? Just, just tell you all, tell me all this about that. Well, um, let's see. I guess uh, I've always had a fascination with ancient history. Um, you know, mm -hmm. there's, there's a million different types of history. American history, there's a history for every country, and there's world history and all, all sorts of stuff. But um, right. I always liked ancient history, I think, because so little's known about it. And, you know, the, the amount of information you can dig up is limited, and it's slow to accumulate, and, and it leaves a lot up to the imagination. And... Um, and, and I think that in, in and of itself is so fascinating. And um, so when when I learned about Cyrus the Great, there was so much speculation around him. And it wasn't until, honestly, the last 50 years, people really, really, really started to learn about the guy. Mm -hmm. uh, most of their records were kept on leather, you know, um, in, in a, it's called a cuneiform, the, the type of writing they used. And um and so, I mean, leather, obviously, it's just going to deteriorate over time. So just about every single record the Persians ever kept, uh, Cyrus the Great was the, the founder of the uh, the Persian Empire, um, they were lost. You know, they're mm -hmm. buried in the sand somewhere, and leather just disappeared. And so people didn't know a whole lot uh, until they really started digging and finding things. And um, and it turns out Cyrus is just this, this incredible person. Um, and so uh, I started kind of digging and, um, you know, you learn so many things about the guy that it's just like, how's he not in any history books? How do you not learn about him in school? How, um, how's a person that's this important just overlooked in, in modern education systems? Uh, so that was kind of where I got started on him. Hmm. Well, um, uh, are you aware of the, um, uh, the, uh, the the history of Cyrus is um, it was a young man by the name of um, Jeremiah, mm -hmm. and Jeremiah used to uh, 
always uh, go to King Cyrus about what God said. And somewhere down the line, he began to listen to Jeremiah. And when you start listening to, when he start listening to what does said God, that's what made uh, King Cyrus, uh, uh, God gave him, gave him power. So uh, when you was, you know, I was just sharing the spiritual part of that, you know. So uh, it's something you brought to my attention when I told you that. And you said, oh, that makes sense. Because that's why the Israelites thought he was the Messiah. They saw him uh, as as a Messiah. Uh, he's the only the only non um, the only non Jew to ever really be seen that way. And it was because they uh, Cyrus led a campaign to um, basically take Babylon. And when he did that, he actually he was responsible for freeing the Jews from Babylon. And as such, uh, they they saw him as having God at his back, and uh, that that was the reason that he was able to do what he did, and that was why he was there, and and he's actually responsible for bringing them back to Jerusalem and rebuilding the uh, the temple at Jerusalem. Wow! 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 Yeah, um, you know, I um, uh, as you and I was talking the other day, um, if 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 we go back and we study uh these these king these conquering kings and we study their mindsets uh what makes them uh uh give give everything they got to go in and to conquer and to and to just dominate and be on top of the empire what is it that remember the discussion we were talking about how does how does that apply to you when you're going after something, do you have a warring king mindset? I do remember us talking about that. And yeah, I think um I think people they uh they they feel something inside themselves and they they know there's something, you know, from honestly a lot of us from a young age, you know, they, they feel as though there's something they're supposed to be doing in the, in the big picture, the the you know they're just it's meant to happen, you know. Right. And uh, I think a lot of these people, you know, especially the conquering kings, they, they just they had that fuel, and there was something inside of them that told them, "Look, you're meant to go do this. There's wow. there's something that you're meant to do, and this is it. You know, the, right. you you're supposed to, you know, with Cyrus, you're supposed to be the one that uniforms the Middle East. You're supposed to bring everyone together. Uh, Alexander the Great. Uh, you know, I mean, something something told that guy." you know, you're capable of going out and taking the world, you know, literally in the palm of your hands, you're capable of going out there and grabbing it. And he did it, you know, and. Wow, man. <laughs> wow, man. You, you, you know, I tell you, if you can just study, if you can just study uh, the, uh, the great, uh, uh, the you know, I, I put it this way, let me say it this way. Faith is blind. Whoever calls on faith, it comes to them. And whether they're trying to conquer something good or evil, but because of their faith, they 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 would they would just be prosperous in it. Because faith faith is blind. All faith knows somebody calling me in, and they calling me by faith, and they got a purpose, they got a vision. I am coming, and if they misuse me, I don't know. I don't know. I'm ready because I yeah, I really don't believe that. I really do believe that there was nobody in the Israelites that God was able to use to think like Cyrus and all those uh, uh those those. Uh, kings out there that that went and tuck it by force mm -hmm. because we get relaxed. Yeah, you know we Christians we get relaxed, man, and <laughs> we let the, we let the devil slap us, beat us. I mean, I mean, just do all kind of stuff, and all we all we just want to say a little cute little prayer, and we won't fight because we think well, God will take care of, it. but God want to take care of it through you. Yeah, and He'll give you the weapons. He'll give you the resources. You gotta go you know? out and get it. Oh. You got exactly. You got to go out and get it. You got to be hungry for it. You got to go on it. But I, I, I tell you, um, uh, there was something interesting that I, um, that I did some research on. Cyrus was great, but somebody studied Cyrus, 
if you ever want to be, if you ever want to con conquer or uh, overpower someone that is great in what they're doing, study them. And then what you do, you study their weakness and their strength. But well, that's what Alexander Great did. Yes, sir. And and he conquered Cyrus. He did. He brought down the Persian Empire. Um, and it's it's funny because I was I was doing a bit of reading, and um, it was believed that at some point one of the uh, one of the Persian kings, um, actually, you know what? It was a uh, it was. Who was it? A man named Xenophon. Uh, he was a Greek. He um, yeah. he was recruited by uh, King uh, Prince Cyrus the Third. They called him Cyrus the Younger, and um, right, right. Cyrus the Younger's brother, his older brother, was the current king of the Persian Empire. And um, Cyrus the Younger wanted to overthrow him. You know, he wanted to uh, have a coup. And so Xenophon, this Greek guy, he he's a he ends up being a, a member of this mercenary squad to help Cyrus the Younger go take out his brother. And um, along the way, Cyrus the Younger gets killed. And all these Greek mercenaries are stuck in the middle of the Persian Empire and they need to get home. And um, so they are, you know, they, they have to fight and battle their way out of Persia. And then one of the places along the way that they they brought down was uh, was Macedonia. And Macedonia is where Alexander the Great comes from. And um, so I think it's pretty safe to say that after, you know, after this exploits with Xenophon and these mercenaries, when Alexander the Great took form, he, uh, he wanted to go pay back the Persian Empire for what they did to his people. And so they were wow, wow. just stop number one on the way out. <laughs> wow. Wow, man. Wow. I, um... I know you and I was talking. I it's something as simple as um, uh, what was so valuable that made um, great armies was every soldier that was on a horse that was intimidating. Big time, Be because horses were were valuable. What well, it was more more uh, costly than than gold. Everyone on a horse, and then when I look at um, uh, revelations in the Bible talks about how 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 Christ is coming back on the great white horse. Everyone is on a horse. <laughs> I look at the horse. I, I, I look at the horse in the Old Testament. Then I look at it in the spiritual sense. The horse is powerful, man. It, you, uh, no, don't overlook what uh, uh, the uh, the power of of what the horse represents. In on earth and in heaven, you know. So just to riding on something that is physical power, yeah. You know, of uh, uh, just the the, uh, the strength. There's got to be something power to to carry the authority that sits on it. Big time. And I mean, I, yeah. I was thinking about it the other day. Uh, I was in a I was in downtown St. Pete, and um, you know how they have the the mounted police officers down there um regardless of whether or not it's a cop sitting on top of it um just being in the presence of someone who's on horseback horse is a big creature you know and they're strong and right. capable and and you put a guy who's in full armor with a sword or a spear you know or something like that and put him on top of that horse i mean that's it's scary to be in the presence of you know it's powerful hey, hey listen to this too the horse can hear gunshots and don't run. Yeah. That's a soldier, bro. Yeah. Valuable, That's a soldier. Valuable. He, hear, he hear bombs dropping. He hear all this war going on. But he can, a horse stays focused on the authority that rides it. Run right through it. Listen, if the authority was not on that horse, that horse becomes scared. Yep. But because the authority on the horse don't jump off, then the horse stays in his. He stays in his. All right, we're uh, doing his, it. <laughs> we're a team. Yep. You don't run, I don't run. <laughs> you know, that's a great leader, man. And a horse can sense great leadership on his back. I feel like they're so in tune. That's the reason. That's the reason why you and I was talking. Uh, when you get ready to start up your 
your your thing. We'll talk about that later. Mm -hmm. You got to have the power and the recognition of the golden horses that's around you. <laughs> it everybody everybody can't go where you're going, and they can't take you where you where you need to be going. You got to have some strong people, man. Brave people. Yeah. You know, uh, if if they see where uh, when you're getting ready to go and attack what you're about to get ready to do, you are uh, you need some leaders, man, surrounded around you. Big time. You know. Need some leaders, man. You need a strong staff around you. you gotta have that team. You know? And it, it's kind of remind me of um, you going up the hill, uh, and you got a wagon, and, uh, and you're climbing the hill, but you got this rope, and you're pulling up a red wagon. But there's people in the wagon. Okay. But there are some people with their arms full and their legs full in the wagon. There are some people with uh, both legs out the wagon trying to help get you up there there's one person with one leg of the wagon but when you look back you got to take inventory big time who's the guy back here with legs folding his arm fold kick him out the wagon you that load that's keeping me from getting to the top you know i'm, I'm running on I'm, i was running across some rocks and i stopped at rocks but now I got to pull hard to get over the rock because you ain't doing your part. Yep. Can't have dead weight. Can't have that dead no, weight. You can't have dead weight, man. You can't have dead weight, bro. Hey, listen, man. I um, I uh, know you reached out to me about um, writing the book, mm -hmm. and um, and I was uh, I uh, I was sharing with you to how you know basically how to get started, and I know you want to do um. Uh, segment on uh, the power of Cyrus, and I thought that was pretty good. Okay, that's pretty good, you know. So uh, you know, like I say, you do that circuit in those seven sticks with your seven chapters, and uh, we'll take it from there. You know, I work with you, so I have a uh, a powerful team, and uh, uh, it's called this a uh, publishing company called Cocoons to Wings. Okay, and uh, they, she has a great staff, man, uh, that would help you uh, market it, get it started. Uh, they pretty much do all the do everything for you, you know. All you got to do is just show up, and uh, they'll take it from there. Okay. They may call you every now and then and want to ask you about uh, what you mean about this, or you want to get a little bit more deep. Or I got something I can share with that. Whatever it may be, um, they're willing to to work with you. Okay. You know, and and with, and with my strong recommendation, man, I'm pretty sure they're gonna take care of you. You know, uh, give you a little break. You know. I appreciate so that. anyway, like I said, um, my dear friend um, uh, Stephanie Outlet, she's the uh, she's the owner of uh, and founder of um, Cocoons to Wings, uh, great publishing company, man. That I would recommend those of you all that are just getting started. Uh, yeah, check check her out. You know, go to her website. You know. Thank you. Yeah. Hey, listen. Um, I wanna. Um, is there anything you wanna you wanna um, you want to talk about your next endeavor that you want to do in um besides books you know what is it what's your interest what's uh what is that you want to do you know you want to tell audience know about uh honestly i've um i've been putting i've been putting a lot of time into writing uh it's, it's something i do a lot in my free time um but outside of books i think uh I think I'm definitely trying to to pursue something along the lines of you know higher education. I want to I want to find a way to get in there from the outside. You know, mm -hmm. uh, like I was saying earlier, I'm pretty sure there's there's a way where you can you can publish a thesis and uh, and get a doctorate um, from outside of the school realm. And uh, I want to I want to I've been I've been trying to like map out a the route I need to do in order to in order to make that happen because. I would love to stand in front of a classroom one day. You know, it would be. I feel like it would be incredible to be able to kind of just put what I know out there and, and you know, kind of maybe help some people. You know, right. a lot of kids. I think they they may feel like they have to be in school the way I felt like I did coming out of high school, or maybe some people are really serious about it, and I could provide them with a you know a different way of doing things if school isn't right for them. You know, I just I want to be able to help people who kind of gone through what I'm what I've what I've been going through. You know. I'm not. I don't think I'm a. I don't think I'm a very in the mold type of character. You know, I like to. I like to think I do things kind of outside the spectrum a lot. How How do you think uh, you would be a strong effect on helping people with? Because uh, uh, we're in a we're living in a culture of anxiety and depression. 
how could you help young people with uh, in coaching and teaching them on anxiety, uh, how to relax and, and, and just enjoy life? I think the best thing I could tell anybody is um, even if it's just an hour, a couple of times a week, uh, find a place where you can go and it's quiet. You know, right. I, I, uh, I have a hammock and I love finding little spots to go put up my hammock and uh, maybe I go there to read a book. Maybe I go there to literally do nothing. But the point is I, I go there and um, it's quiet and, and I'm, I'm by myself. I'm, I'm with my thoughts and, and I can inventory myself, you know, I can, I can reflect and maybe some things are bothering me. I can think about them. I can work through them. You know, I can, I can kind of help myself out and put your phone down. You know, it's just an hour. It's just an hour, a couple of times a week. Just give yourself that little, that little breather, you know, away from everyone and everything. And, and just that me time, that me time right. is important. We need it, man. Yeah. I, th yeah. I think we're, yeah. we're in a society now that tells us how we got to be moving fast. We got to be doing everything right now, right now, right now. And, and sometimes it's okay to just hit the brakes and say, right. I can do it in an hour, you know, like, right. I'll right. be right back in an hour. I promise, you know, and just, just give yourself that. I, I, well, you're doing good because I might not come back. I, I, I like me time a lot. <laughs> me too. I, 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 I do, man. I, I just, I mean, I, I don't. I thought something was wrong with me, but I, when I, when I, I did, man. I, I would go to the beach in a heartbeat, you know, by myself, or, or I'll just grill out. But and I, I, uh, I just bring my book bag with books in it. Or my, I love jazz and stuff, mellow jazz nice and stuff music. like that, man. And, and man, when I get along like that, man, just listening to the waters oh. or something like that, a lot of visions and ideas pours into me, man, you know, and uh, and I just start writing them down, man, and uh, I'm trying to make it, I write them down, I try to make it plain and simple, you know, so when I do post it for man to read, uh, people like you, when you see my vision, you you run up to me, hey, man, what's that? What you doing? I'm going to get it, you know, and it's like, wow, man, you know, uh, I knew I drew a circle, and I knew I was the only one in it. But I noticed lately, man, God is adding to my circle of people that I did not think that look don't look like me, don't think like me, don't talk like me, but they are they are so kindred to me. Yo, you and I have such a kindred spirit. You. You you funny. You love to laugh. You you very cheerful man, and uh, you remind me of me. Uh, if I go to a funeral all week, I can tell you right now that's that's for the change. Everybody, everybody gonna be laughing except the dead man. <laughs> it's gonna be a memorial, not a wake. Yeah, man. I I I don't. I just you know I um, I I just don't like a toxic environment around me i agree i really don't i'd rather walk away from it because so uh, you and me get along Danny. oh my god man Positivity. you know you and I, I yeah you know i was telling you i say uh our peace is like a pregnant woman she's nine months and i say listen man if anybody get too close to her baby she oh, hold on you gonna bump into my baby mm -hmm. um, that's how i with my peace hey hold on don't 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 disturb my Step peace. back, <laughs> man. You listen. You didn't give it to me. I ain't. Gonna, I'm not gonna let you take it away. That's right. You know. So I rather walk away, even though you may think I'm wrong. But I rather be the bigger person, walk away, just so I can keep my peace. It's important. I rather do that. It's so important. Just that, and, and I think it goes right back to what we were saying. You know, just you gotta. You got to find that way, whatever it is, you know, to to find that for yourself. You know, get to know yourself before you try to get out into the world, before you try to get too far, you know, because what happens if you you meet some hardships down the road that you're not ready for? And what happens if you would have been ready for them if you had just taken some time and maybe learned a little bit about who you are? You know what I mean? Because right. when, you're, when you're strong in your own character, there's less to question. You know, you're more certain. You're more, you're more absolute in your in your beliefs and your in your principles and your your ideals and and when when you have that, who can tell you you're wrong? Who can tell you that 
that you need to check yourself. No, I've been checking myself. You know, I right. I've been putting in that work on me. Like I don't need that. Right. I'm here right. to do. I'm here to do what I need to do now. You know, I'm ready. <laughs> Absolutely, man. You know, that's what I love about what my my girl Logan, man. That's a boy. I love Logan, man. That's that. She's uh, she's a she's another uh, uh conquering queen. Yes, sir. You know, I I tell you, man. When 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 I need to know something. And when I'm when I, I'm short of anything, man, Logan is on point. She is there. She's willing to help me. I don't care how dumb my question is. <laughs> I love some Logan, man. Logan, Logan, Logan. I tell you, she's a real soldier, man. She's incredible. You know? But anyway, yeah. But this ain't her podcast, so we ain't talking about her. So anyway. <laughs> but anyway, man, um, it's 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 weird. It's funny, man. I was at Walmart today. Mm -hmm. And uh, I was, what was I? I, yeah, I was looking for something in the um, uh, in the uh, the camera section, video and cameras and stuff like that. And I overheard one of the uh, uh, the, uh, the guys that work in Walmart, and he was talking with someone about uh, uh, the manager keeps talking to him rough, cussing at him. And and the girl was saying, "You gotta be kidding." He said, "She said you're such a nice person." He's saying, "I know," but he said, "But they keep trying me." He he, he was young. Mm -hmm. They keep trying me, and and I don't want to snap. But they don't know. I walk out of this. Beep beep beep. Beep 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 beep. You know. So uh, he, he was he was pretty much getting it out through the young lady. So anyway, uh, when she walked away and I walked up to him and I told him, I said, uh, I heard what she said. She said, you're very peaceful and you're kind and you're courteous to everyone. I don't know why they're talking to you that way. And I told him, I said, I know why. I said that there is a conquering king in you. There is something in you that God placed in you for you. There's a great leadership or leader in you. And I say sometimes uh, you got to go through a test just like a cake. A cake is not ready until it goes into the oven. Get, get that 350 degree heat for about two hours. <laughs> and and. All the ingredients in that cake begins to come together all because of some heat. We need that heat. You need that heat. Mm -hmm. And I explained it to him and I say, you got to get this heat because you'll never see your greatness if 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 you're not going through something. There's something God doing in you and he's stirring it up. And I say, if you come out of character, now you got to take that test over. Again. Yep. So why don't you stay in the pocket and just wait for the process? Okay, get cussed out, remain in character, do what you're supposed to do. Because I'm telling you, I have seen managers and supervisors do that to me. God allowed me to stay on that job till I saw all of them walk out the door. <laughs> and they had to shake my hand on their way out. All right, buddy, you have a good future. <laughs> You know, sometimes All right, Sarah. see you later. God bless you. I've seen it, man. You would uh I've seen it. You would mentioned when we were we were driving the other day, um you and me, you know, we walk into a room and I feel like people kinda like you said, people people know we walked into the room. You know, they Oh yeah, oh yeah, they we, feel we that presence in the room. I yeah, feel like yeah. Soon as we walk in, I feel like those. those it's like the whole room. It's like the whole room is pause. Those uh, those petty managers, man. They feel that, and I feel like they feel threatened. You know. Yeah. And so that's why they're trying they to take it out on you. It's because yeah, they feel it. Yeah. And they don't like it. Right. Right. You know, they walk around all day long. Hey, all uh, 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 is is a uh, uh, they ask you about me all the time. And you're like, what, 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 man, this is one of the greatest things since white sliced bread. What are you talking about? Leave us, leave them alone, you know? <laughs> Come on, man. Leave, I mean, it's, that's, I'm used to it, bro. I'm used to it, man. So, um, uh, like I say, uh, if, if there's something in you that needs to come forth, 
it has to get tested with turmoil. It has to get uh, something has to stir it up. When they make a product or a cell phone or, or a television or whatever compliance it is, they got to drop it. They got to freeze it. They got to they got to test it to see uh, is it is it is it doable? Could it could it could it sell? Could, uh, is it ready for the market? So if it keeps failing, they can't put that cell phone out. Right. You know, because nobody wants to face lawsuits. Yeah. Nobody wants the consequences. That phone so needs it has to go to through two hours in the oven. Come on, man. It's got to go through QC, man. Yeah. Got to go through QC. So it's got to go through testing. So uh, if you ever want to be like Cyrus and Alexander the Great, or uh, you talking about what is his name, uh, Nero and and uh, 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 Darius the Great, all these all these kings, man, they um they they all wanted to uh, Caesar Roman, all them guys, they want to take over um they want to take over the, the Persian Gulf. Let me ask you something. Mm -hmm. What was so special about the Persian Gulf? Oof, um, a lot. Uh, especially, I mean, and, and it, oof, it, uh, it evolved over time too. You know, as as things, uh, as technology advanced, the the things that came out of the Persian Gulf, out of the Middle East, they just it would it would always change, but it was always relevant. You know, uh, early on, lots of gold, lots of uh, lots of resources, and you have the perfect spot to set up trade routes on the water with the rest of the Mediterranean. You know, if you oh. have that, if you have that, that spot right there on the edge of the med, right. every lick of trade from Africa, from Europe, from, wow. you know, wherever could have come in through there. And, uh, and now we get to modern times, oil, you know, um, still minerals. I mean, still so many minerals coming out of there. And uh, stones. yes, it's, it's been a, yeah. it's been a hub for uh for valuable um resources uh it was a valuable location for trade it was um and it was a great place for horses too so many valleys and everything uh in the mountains where where uh, horses and cattle could graze you know so great farmland and i mean just i mean yeah like uh like in the bible mesopotamia it's it's the fertile crescent you know i mean people and people have seen the value of that location for as long as there's been people Right, and right. there always will be value there. I um in America, in other countries, um, I, I tell people all the time that um, uh, we're a country that is uh, we well we were brought up as a a Christian nation here in America, and um, man, we would protect Israel with everything. Don't you don't touch Israel, <laughs> you know, because um, it's not that. Uh, they give us any any anything. Oh, bless you. Thank you. It's not that they give us all anything like that. It's because of our Savior, our Messiah. You know, was birthed and born out of that out of that that uh, that nation. So, um, and we're like I said, we're 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 a Christian nation, trying to at least hold on to it. You know, but uh, um, hold on, being being that example. But uh, that's just something powerful, man. Uh, that's that's what we we want to represent. We want to we want to protect them. But um, but they also have uh, the Middle East. They also that, like you say, that ore, those precious stones uh, that that comes from over there. That uh, we um, we market it, you know, and uh, we build we build from them. You know, we build from yeah. Them. Uh, I want to um, want you to touch on the. Um, the uh, the Greeks, okay. you know, um, yeah. Just 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 share with us about the um, the Greeks and why did why did Rome goes over there and um, um, conquer them and destroy them? But why did they save the library and they brought that with them? Uh, yeah. Um, so basically, um. History starts with Greece, uh, you know, like I was kind of saying it in a lot of the places with ancient history, um, the way they kept records was just so it's not that it was poor. It was just it was poorly suited to last. 
Um, mm. But in Greece, uh, you have the literal father of history. His name is Herodotus. And, um, you know, basically he, he actually was around um, probably about 100 years after Cyrus, I think. Mm. And uh, so he would go around throughout the places kind of the Greeks knew about. And he'd talk to everyone, everyone he possibly could. Tell me anything. Tell me literally anything about anything. And I want to I want to learn. So you know, when about... in doubt, just say, let me talk. Mm -hmm. Good. <laughs> um, oh, you're good. Um, but yeah, yeah. So uh, so they kept records. You know, the Greeks, the Greeks learned and they wrote it down and they saved it and they treasured that knowledge and they they truly built upon it, you know, generation after generation. It was a, a cumulative knowledge for what was realistically the first time in a way that would last. Uh, so, you know, with the Greeks, by the time that, you know, a lot of relevant things were happening as from our perspective, most of what was written down in ancient history was already gone. Um, the, uh, the, uh, the capital of Assyria, um, uh, Nineveh, by the time that uh, Xenophon, another guy around 100 years after Cyrus, was walking around uh, trying to escape the Persian Empire, he stumbled upon the remains of Nineveh. You know, I mean, this glorious capital of, of, uh, of Assyria, you know, this, this power that had been around for thousands of years, and not one person knew anything about it. They didn't even know what it was. They had no idea what those walls were, who they belonged to. And so the Greeks, you know, they they keep track of all that stuff, and that's why Rome wanted it. You know, that's why Rome kept all those. It was it was invaluable. It was uh, how do you how do you turn down all that knowledge of of what came before you? You know what I mean? If you're the Romans, you gotta keep that. You gotta keep that. Yes, you do. Yes, you do. And and you know, uh, with the with with uh, those books and knowledge that they gotten from uh, uh, Greek, uh, Rome came up with something that has an effect on the entire world. Taxes. Yes, sir. <laughs> I'm sure we the government came up with something where everybody around the world, if if you got us uh social security, you got if you're breathing, you're gonna have to pay us some taxes. <laughs> yes, sir. Well, that's powerful, brother. Man, that's the greatest. That is the greatest pimp mine I ever heard in my life, man. That's a big time pimp where you came up. You pimped the entire world. Everybody gotta pay you. And that's a play. They kept right track there, too. The Romans didn't play around. Oh my gosh, man. And they do it not. I slipped twice. And boy, and the IRS came out to me, man. Man, come on, man. I, I had to pay back $2,000, but they came up with something that I couldn't read, and they ended up getting $4,000 out of me. Oh, <laughs> penalty, penalty is, penalty that. You know, what's your name? Danny, that's a penalty. <laughs> Color your shoes, and that's a penalty. Man, they penalty you for everything, man. Uh, it's wrong sometimes, I I swear. That's a penalty. Yeah, they were killing me with these penalties, man. And nothing I can do. <laughs> The greatest pimp, that's the greatest pimp in America, man, the government. The IRS. Hey, yeah, you nothing you can do, man. But uh, just be kind to them. IRS, I love y'all. Y'all, you know, y'all y'all the best thing. You know, I y'all uh, been good to me. I don't, don't want to owe y'all nothing. Tell you, y'all took me to hell over a thousand dollars, man. I mean, I ain't trying to get back there. No. That hurts. Mm -mm. Oof. Yeah, it hurts, man. Y'all, they, they ain't right, man. They ain't right. You gotta be a, you gotta make a certain measure of money, or you gotta be a certain person. You know, you ain't gotta pay taxes. And I'm pretty sure some of them out there that know how to overcome it. But I'm trying to learn it. You know, uh, how to pay less. I guess I don't know. So, but anyway, man. Uh, before we close out, man, is there anything you uh you want to share with the audience? You know. Uh, with your podcast, you are you want to try that podcast thing, or what you going to do? You know, you got I plans for that? I've been playing around with. Yeah, I've been, I've been okay. playing around with it in my head. You know, just kind of trying to think of a uh, kind of like what I want it to be about. You know, uh, I have a I have a really good friend, and um, he uh, honestly he wanted to do something on uh, 
has some rights related issues. He's a, he's a really big uh, person as far as, um, uh, you know, just pushing for, for black rights and, uh, He's very, very knowledgeable in, as far as the history of black culture, and and uh, I'd love to do a podcast with him. I think that'd be really educational, really beneficial, and yeah, yeah. Okay. Wow. Okay. Okay. Yeah, I, I see you wearing your little shirt, Black Lives Matter. You know, I don't. I didn't see that. <laughs> I said, oh, man, you know, maybe that's why he gave me a break. <laughs> I <ain't> no <laughs> You good people, there. <laughs> you good people. <laughs> <laughs> hey, that's great, man. Uh, hey, that's really that's great, man. To see, because I know you love history, and uh, and just to see somebody unique like you with the long hair and everything, and you teaching black history, that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, and he he's a that's gonna be interesting. Yeah, I think it'll be fun. Okay, yeah, he's a white guy, black guy. What? He's a black guy. Yeah, he's Is a black he, dude. He's, he's a, a black guy. Okay, okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's uh, from New York. Okay. He, uh... Yeah, it... yeah you, uh, you got the soul in you, man. <laughs> say what? <laughs> What'd you say? <laughs> I'll take it, man. I feel like I got a little bit. Just hey, a little man. Bit. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Hey, um, anyway, Ben, uh, we got to close out, man. Uh, what you want to okay. say before we go? It's been a blast, Danny. Thank you for having me on. I really appreciate it. Hey, man. I, I, I love your energy, man. Uh, we got to do it again. Um, got to get that podcast rolling. Got to get that book started. Yeah. Uh, Definitely. Yeah, uh, yeah, just go to the website. Um, the uh, the publisher or uh, CEO is uh, Stephanie Out- mm-hmm. Outen. And uh, uh, the name of the company is Cocoon to Wings. Go to her website. Right. She's very excellent with first time uh, writers. She makes it plain, she makes it simple, and she makes it cool like jazz. <laughs> and all I gotta do is drop your name, right? That's all, man. <laughs> Just drop my name, and um, she'll take your EBT card and, and she'll work with you. <laughs> all right, cool. I appreciate you, Danny. All right, man. I appreciate you, bro. You be good, man. Hey, you happy too. Easter to you. Enjoy your, uh, you Easter. and your family, man. And, uh, yeah, uh, go and relax, man, because the beach going to be, the, the weather going to be nice on the beach, man. So uh, nice. uh, I know you look forward to that. You live on the water, matter of fact. Yeah, I just thought about Pretty it. You stay close. on the water. Yeah, I know, man. <laughs> bless hey, you. Listen, I, I know it, man. Hey, listen, God bless you, uh, you and your family, and ladies. He's single. And he like all cults. Tell you he like all cults. So look if you in the if you in the crown box, he likes you. Hey man, I gotta go, man. All right, God bless you, Danny. All right, you take care, buddy. Thank you.